Welcome back to another episode of Get Psyched, Gen Psyched, an educational podcast where we talk about the basics of psychology to prepare you for your AB or BS psych journey. I am Lyndon, and together with the Philippine Normal University's Psychology and Counseling Society, we will be talking about the Filipino character. Don't forget to subscribe to PNUPCS social media portals for more updates on our podcast. That's PNU Psychology and Counseling Society on Facebook at PNU Psych Council on Instagram and Twitter. If you like this podcast, go ahead and hit like and subscribe. Let's get started. Before we delve into the Filipino character, we first need to identify the difference between personality and character. Personality are traits and tendencies that you are born with. Some people are shy while others are talkative. Other people are extroverted, others are introverted. Every color, every hue is represented by me and you. For further clarification, the more common term here is namanasal magulang. These affect the way that we identify ourselves as and how we face circumstances in our daily lives. Character, on the other hand, relates to our attitudes and values as people. It is somewhat similar, but comes from a different source. It is gained from our experiences and observations throughout life. A good example would be that time when we saw our brothers and sisters getting hurt playing outside. So, for one not to get hurt, they never played outside and have stunted social skills now as a young adult. It might also come from the results of the experiences we face in life, like procrastinating and submitting a subpar work. Promising yourself that you will never procrastinate again. This time, you really promise. Since we constantly learn throughout life, it just follows that character is dynamic and changes over time. To sum things up, character is a set of behavioral traits that define what type of person you are. It determines how you will achieve your goals, whether you will be straightforward in dealing with others or obey the rules of the group. Basically, it identifies which Quasimodo you are, if you are the one who just obeys the creepy old dude or the one screaming SANCTUARY! Character and personality are related, but they are not the same thing. Personality is an inborn trait, and character, on the other hand, consists of learned behavior. Character may vary with the situation or circumstances, or may be purposely changed like our very own Filipino character. Though there are lots of subgroups of Filipinos, the great majority of us are bound together by common values. Our society showcases various positive traits, among which are strong religious faith, respect for authority, high regard for amor proprio or self-esteem, and smooth interpersonal relationships. Filipinos' respect for authority is based on the special honor paid to elder members of the family, and by extension, to anyone in a position of power. Ah, so maybe that's why they call him Daddy Duterte. This characteristic may bring peace and balance to the world, but if mishandled, it may lead to authoritarianism that discourages independent judgment, individual responsibility, and initiative that Hitler himself would be jealous of. Another strong trait of us Filipinos are that we are very sensitive to attacks on our own self-esteem, some more than others, and cultivate a sensitivity for the self-esteem of others as well. 
Anything that might hurt others' self-esteem is to be avoided because, according to 9 out of 10 doctors, it is one of the leading reasons for getting cancelled, even more than giving plus 4s on a match of Uno. One who is insensitive to others is said to lack a sense of shame and embarrassment. This great concern for self-esteem helps us to maintain harmony in society and within one's particular circle, but it also can give rise to a quote-unquote willingness to sacrifice personal integrity to maintain the good graces of the group and our community. Another thing to note about Filipinos is our strong personal faith, which enables us Filipinos to face great difficulties and unpredictable risks in the assurance that God will take care of things. But if allowed to deteriorate into fatalism and makes us believe everything is predetermined and inevitable, even this admirable characteristic can hinder initiative and stand in the way of progress. I mean, we in the Philippines are already done with the Dark Ages, right? Right? Someone please respond. Before we dive into the specifics, we should first discuss the values in which the characters are under. There are three main traits under Filipino values and value orientation. Personalism, familialism, and particularism, also known as popularism. These strongly influence our behavior and decision-making, and are the basis of our personal beliefs, cultural traditions, and practices. They are the rulebook on what is socially acceptable and what isn't. Personalism is the emphasis Filipinos give to interpersonal relations or face-to-face encounters. Successful leadership or being a good manager requires you to have a personal touch, and problem-solving is effective if handled through good personal relations. It is the tender loving care that we Filipinos are so used to giving and receiving from our fellow. Familialism emphasizes the welfare and interest of the family over those of the community. The family is the basis of the group action, and almost all community activity centers on the family. The family, and not the individual, decides on important matters, and these are decided on the basis of family, not on individual interest. The family honor, and not that of the individual, is at stake when a family member makes a mistake. And that is why if your family are full of nurses and engineers, you simply do not dream of being a stand-up comedian, Joseph. Particularism results from strong family influence on individual and group behavior. Individuals try to promote their own and their family's interests over community interests. Being popular among peer groups is highly desirable. Hence, Filipinos make special efforts to entertain friends and relatives. Knowing how to entertain people, maruno masikaso ng kapwa, is important. Conformity to proper codes of conduct reaps the rewards of cooperation and assistance. Nonconformity, however, is punished by withdrawal of support. By now, if you can heal the elders sing, you'll bring honor to us all. In the background, it's normal. Long story short, personalism is having good interpersonal relationship, like a good little Filipino or Filipina. Familialism meant decisions are made in accordance with the familial senate and their bylaws. And particularism tells you to be on the good side of others so that your own family won't disown you. 
As made evident by the last few minutes, Filipinos are very sensitive to personal affront. That is why hiya is something that is very important to us. It is a painful emotion of deep shame due to not living up to the standards of Filipino society, like bargaining for prices in a department store. It is a kind of anxiety, a fear of being shunned by the community, which would mean personal humiliation. This anxiety and fear alone is enough reason for us Filipinos to regulate our social behavior. Also, we take very good care that we don't let our peers and acquaintances be subjected to embarrassment or mapahiya. Or at least, in an ideal world, we do. Unless, you know, your surname is Tufo. We can see this in our work and family. We prefer to agree with whatever our superiors say, rather than take the risk of our misconduct backlashing on us. We'd rather do the easy thing than the right thing, even if it's done at our own expense. It helps maintain the order and balance of the world and serves as the written code of conduct for the community. In general, one can imagine hiya being the social currency applied within the society, controlling and motivating a person's social behavior. This is the reason why a vast majority of Filipinos still play it safe and remain conservative in their actions even up to this day. A person's behavior is socially restricted by a sense of hiya while public behavior is also kept in check by it. Needless to say, it's a very controlling element of Filipino society. Together with hiya is a proprio. It's a Spanish word that means self-love. It's a sense of self-esteem or self-respect that prevents a person from swallowing their pride. Therefore, it implies that a not-so-civil reaction will take place when one's integrity, actions, or honor gets questioned. Unlike in the West, where a person only needs to feel guilty if he is wrong. Hiya apo- operates even when a person's absolutely right and the other person is wrong. This is because of the Filipino interaction between hiya and amor proprio. That is why the joke or question, how would you tell a person that they smell without offending them, became notorious among peers and groups. And in some cases, entire families get involved in these confrontations. However, not every insult or offensive remark hits once or more proprio, but when it comes to attributes highly valued by the person, that's when things become problematic. Damaging another person's or more proprio invites conflict, maybe even violence, depending on the person. Hia goes out the window and you would better pray to all the gods and goddesses you ever knew. It's like what they say. It's different when the nicest and most tolerable person you know finally snaps. I'm pretty sure we knew at least one teacher, maybe during high school or college. Ma, ma, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ma. Nung nagkaroon kasi ng crisis sa Spanish, ako sa mga teachers na natanggalan ng trabaho. Pakikisama is involved in important ideas in the Philippines. In its most basic sense, Pakikisama means going along with others, the camaraderie and brotherhood we Filipinos are known for. To be polite is to use the prefixes paki or maki and the word po. This is part of the so-called SIR or smooth interpersonal relationships coined by Filipino social scientists. Filipinos go through great lengths to avoid offending another's feelings 
which is why we have this linguistic social convention. It is also part of this whole system of pakikisama and pakikipagkapwa tao. Pakikisama is also sharing one's wealth, talent, time, and self with fellow human beings, as in bayanihan, working together for a common good without regard for monetary compensation. This is very, very notorious amongst people of old. If they knew that their nephews, nieces, even family friends are taking up any type of vocational skills, they'll ask them to do everything related to said skill. Please edit this photo for me. Please be the photographer for my daughter's wedding. Please fix my laptop. And the best part here is that they won't even think of giving you any compensation, even snacks. And when they're not directly benefiting from you at that moment, they'll shame you for taking up a dead-end and useless killer job. Okay, dude. Deep press. Keep it together. You're making a podcast. Smile for the audience. Ha. The wonderful feeling of having helped achieve something for the common good is its own reward. Para sabayan, as they say. To which I say, but sometimes one should also do their job para salbayad. Pakikisama is the opposite of individualism. In Filipino culture, introversion is simply unacceptable. It is preposterous. A person who has no pakikisama is a loner, an individualist disdained by others who seek his or her company. He does not know how to go with the crowd. Living in a solitary manner for us Filipinos is extremely unorthodox, bordering on intolerable. One should always aim to live in conformity in order to maintain a smooth interpersonal relationship with the group. As one can see, our Filipino character and culture heavily depends on socializing with our fellow people and not only with our countrymen. But as there are good sides to each quality, there is also an insufferable side to it, usually brought about by greed and taking advantage of others. Not only does the Filipino character revolve around these three concepts, like hiya, amor proprio, and pakikisama, but they give us a clear picture as to what factors affect our personal experiences and decision-making process. The younger generation of Filipinos no longer tolerate conforming with things that they see wrong. For me, that's a good sign. I just hope that by the end of the day, they won't lose sight of being nice and considerate towards their fellow Filipinos, especially those who are affected most by the maltreatment they fought hard against. Again, this has been Lyndon, your psych buddy for this episode. For more updates and get psych gen psych, remember to follow our PNU Psychology and Counseling Society on our social media portals. That's PNU Psychology and Counseling Society on Facebook at PNU Psych Council on Instagram and Twitter. If you like this podcast and haven't hit like and subscribe, it's never too late to do so. To quote one of my cherished shows, Bojack Horseman from Netflix, always remember that it gets easier. Every day it gets easier. But you gotta do it every day. And that's the hard part. But it does get easier.